0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute's hosts talk about one minute of the greatest Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cole. And we have Brian Green wrapping up the week with us. Welcome back, Brian. Woo, I'm here. Woo, we're glad to have you. This has been <laughs> a blast.
1: I'm having a good time. Me? I'm ready for Christmas now.
0: Oh, it's still.
2: <laughs> I'm sure.
0: I mean, I don't know when this airs. How close to Christmas do you think we are? We're seven um, weeks into um, this movie, I don't know when it starts. It's gonna be, it could be to, December.
1: I'm gonna guess we're three weeks away from Christmas when this airs. Ooh.
0: That's a, that's a good, you know, I'm gonna be blown away if that's when this drops. We'll see. I'm not in charge I of that. I hope that happens. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Uh, today we're talking about, we're wrapping we're, up the we're, week. We're
1: pulling back the curtain here a little bit. Just a little <laughs> for bit. everyone.
0: Just a little bit. I'm sure we're not the first ones True. to do, we're probably not the first ones to do that.
1: Trump could be impeached by the time this airs, who knows? <laughs>
0: who knows? Let's
1: <laughs> let's keep
0: hoping. Let's 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 be optimistic, guys. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute number 35. Minute 35 starts with Theo's explanation and it ends with sirens in the distance is what I what I went with, guys. Sirens in the distance.
1: So It's a good album title, <laughs> Sirens in the Distance. Ooh.
0: <laughs> that is good. I wonder if that I bet you that's a thing somewhere somewhere. sirens in the distance it's like a it's like a sad tumblr blog Uh, Uh, (laughs) oh actually
1: i think i wrote that tumblr blog
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so yesterday theo had started to say that the seventh lock uh he won't be able to get through and he says in this minute the electromagnetic seal you do know the circuits cannot be cut locally and hans just says
1: trust me i like that hans has not let Theo in on this part of the plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: he's he's just not showing his full hand to this tech guy here. And like, okay, this tech guy is really important to my plan, but he's not important to this last part. So if he if he turns on me, if he if something happens, I don't need him. Yeah, and he can't turn on me and fo- follow through with my plan because he doesn't know it.
0: Hmm. yeah i like that i i like that that he hans still plays the cards really close to his chest in case i guess in case any disloyalty happens i don't know
1: yeah it's good and i like it
0: oh it is good it's really good
2: one thing I learned from the, from watching 80s television and cartoons and movies is that no matter how good of a bad guy you are, your lackeys will fail you. <laughs> 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 they'll fail you. They'll backstab you. You can't rely on them worth a darn. So I think they're bad
0: guys. You can't trust a bad guy. So I
2: think that's safe to say.
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny. I like it. I think it's silly. Uh. We should talk about, we should talk about McLean's um, Smeagol moment here.
2: <laughs> Where? his moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly what it feels like because he's talking to himself. Like he's having both sides of a conversation out loud with himself.
2: He does that a lot.
1: It's, it's so good. <laughs> and he, He's doing the gorilla faces as he runs <sighs> through.
2: Oh, he's so, he just,
0: he's, he's really stressing. Like, what am I going to do? It's all up to me. What am I going to do? Why didn't you stop them, John? Because you'd be dead, too, asshole.
1: <laughs> Family podcast, I Gary. know, I'm sorry. I know, I looked
2: at him and I'm like, <laughs> hey, now. I'm the one that has the potty mouth, I think, more than Gary does. I I've wrote the,
0: I wrote the, it's because I wrote the dialogue hard. and I was just, like, going for it, guys. All right. And I skipped the F-bomb. All right. That's the, that's the big one. <laughs> We, we do get an F bomb in this minute. He's very, uh, oh, yeah. he seems really like disappointed in himself that he let Takagi
2: die. I mean, he didn't let Takagi, yeah. it wasn't his choice. No, but I mean, like, if, if if given a choice, he definitely wouldn't have wanted him to. Like, yeah. He, he would have saved Absolutely. him. Absolutely. If given Nobody a wants,
1: chance. When you have a gun in your hand, you know, you have to make a choice of, of whether or not you're going to go in there and stop something, you know. It's still going to hurt when you, even though you've made the right decision for yourself and for the mission as a whole. Yeah, it's still going to suck for him that he didn't make that decision.
0: Survivor's guilt. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, it makes sense, like you know, he. I suppose he could have taken action, but then like he re- he his own rebuttal against himself. Like then you'd be dead too. Like he's right. Like oh, totally him against. The four guys in the room.
2: They all have guns. Yeah. Yeah. Does Theo have a gun? Oh, maybe Theo doesn't have a gun. I don't think he... Do you think...
1: He's, he's... hiding one under his sweater. Is right? he? It's there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like Theo's sweater.
2: It's a very dapper sweater.
1: He he looks cozy in it. He
2: does. It's interesting because... He's Christmas cozy. Yes. It's the Christmas sweater. And
1: in, in his 70 degree LA... December <laughs> weather.
2: Oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah, I I don't wear sweaters that heavy in December here in San Diego. Well, he's
0: not only wearing just like the sweater, he's got like a long sleeve button-down shirt underneath it it looks like cuz you can see the collar of this button-down sticking out Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Right. He's layered. It's mm-hmm. it I would be hot. Be getting quite warm. Yeah. Unless it's really cold, maybe maybe the Nakatomi Corporation keeps it really cold in the building.
2: Right, their air conditioning is just pumped.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's set to like sixty four. Oh, Keep it working. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's terrible. That I'm- is terrible. Oh my goodness.
0: So, so he's angry with himself. He's like, he wants to, he wants to have done something. He's like, think. He's gonna come up with a plan, and he does his little monkey face as he looks up at the ceiling, and he sees the sprinkler system. Um. Oh, I like that- I do like that he pulls the fire alarm, and he doesn't do the- like I've seen in so many movies, like, someone holding a lighter up to one of the sprinkler systems like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that sets off the sprink- is that what sets the sprinkler system off? If there's, like, f- smoke or flame near the sprinkler system?
1: So it has a little, like, glass container- Essentially, that like a like little piece of glass there. That if it's like exposed to heat, it breaks, oh. causing the sprinklers to, st- to start.
0: I didn't know that. I always thought that that was like a questionable thing that happened in movies.
1: No, it happened. Like I, I as far as I know, I think like I think, I think I may have gotten that from a movie. Actually, <laughs> like I'm, uh, so I might be making making shit up as we. Oh, now I'm, now I'm cursing myself. I might be making <laughs> stuff up live on. On the show, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, deal with it, people. <laughs> so,
0: so he looks. I, 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 also like the cut here. You know, he looks at the fire alarm, and then we just cut to the the panel that's showing that an alarm's going off on the thirty second floor. Like, we don't actually see him pull it. It's just, yeah, yeah. I think it's a nice cut. The
2: implication is, is, is that. Yeah, that's that all he we need. That
0: we don't need to see him actually like doing the action. We can just. The audience is smart enough to put two and two together. Right. So we see the alarm going off. And then we get to see um, the guy who's pretending to be the door guard, Eddie.
2: Oh, yeah, Who is Eddie.
0: played by Dennis Hayden. I think he's the only actor whose name we've dropped this week other than Alan Rickman and, and Bruce Willis. But everyone else has done that already by now, I'm certain. The, the article, I found an article um cuz i was looking for who all the henchmen were like the names of all of them or like how to identify like one versus another like because there are a lot of henchmen that are only in the screen for like a couple minutes and the website i was on called him Huey Lewis 2.0 <laughs> and then and then it had a picture side by side of like him in this moment when he's looking at the panel on the phone and then Huey Lewis and i was like that's Really silly to me. I would never have figured... I would never would have uh, made that conclusion.
1: He's just gonna go tell Marty McFly after... You know, uh, he's gonna tell Marty McFly he's just too darn he's loud. too now.
0: darn loud. Wrong show. Oh, I, I miss Back to the Future Minute.
1: I do too.
0: I mean, they don't have anything else to talk about, but still.
1: <laughs> they did their movies. So... I got Cornetto coming up. That's exciting.
0: Yes, I'm so stoked about Cornetto. Um. So Eddie says we've got a fire alarm, and then Hans. This is clever. Hans is quick, like right away. Call nine one one. Give them the the guards code, or the the guards name. Is that what he says? Yeah. Uh, and and have them cancel the alarm, then disable the system. That's clever, smart, quick yeah. thinking. It is very quick thinking.
1: Um. This 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 Hans. He's a he's a. This isn't his first he's an intelligent man. This ain't
0: his first rodeo. <gasps> That's a terrible. It's
1: not his, his not, it's not his first Renaissance fair.
0: It's not his first, <laughs> first Renaissance fair. I like. If
1: somehow you've made it to this minute without listening to that other minute. That would be really confusing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he. So he's coming down the staircase. He's like returning to the party, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he passes Tony on the stairs, Tony who didn't go back and clean up Takagi's body. No, shame on him. Oh, <laughs>
1: Tony, stop slacking.
0: I know. Now you just you're just hanging out in the staircase. And uh and Hans asks on what floor did the alarm go off. And then we cut away. We cut back to the roof actually, where we see Heinrich again. And he's got is he wearing like a like a headset instead of having yeah, like a like He's wearing a headset instead of having like a like a Hand walkie talkie like everyone else does. And he's like listening to this conversation going on. And the guy with him, I think I think it's Marco, says, Now shall we go? And Heinrich goes, Nine.
2: <laughs>
0: so 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 Marco's like a little jittery, it seems. They're on the roof and they're they're setting up their explosives and a fire alarm went off. Something unexpected is happening. We should be worried. Should we go? Should we get out of here? Are we gonna get caught? Nine. Nine. Uh so I guess presumably Eddie called 911. So we see that Okay, so I I like the layers of this here. He sets off the fire alarm. And because this is like a business. Because this is a business, this is a like a like a skyscraper, like a building. Immediately police and fire the fire station are dispatched. They must not be coming from particularly far. Like the end of this minute we see them approaching, even though Eddie is presumably calling the police and getting this cancelled right away. So in the span of a couple of minutes they like start to come down the road and uh we don't see what happens to them. Oh, the police are gonna come save the day, you guys.
1: They're efficient.
0: Yeah, they're real quick.
1: Uh, if, this is clever. If clubger. only they were, you know, as competent later in the movie.
0: <laughs> uh, we're not Spoilers, We're not here to talk not. about that. <laughs> That's for other Movies by Minutes hosts. They can deal with the police incompetence. As far as we're concerned, they're on it. Yeah, they're on it. See, they're coming. They're going to save the day.
1: All right, I'm going to live the rest of my life thinking that these police are, they're going to they're gonna figure this out, and it's going to end about 40 minutes into the movie. We'll there never know any different. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh man super efficient police
2: they just come and shut it down they're like nothing to see here folks nothing to see here.
0: do you guys have any other um die hard stuff you want to talk about before we wrap up the week
1: you know I-, I think i'm good i think that's all i got i'm feeling good though
0: me too me too really enjoyed die hard yes i mean i said this at the beginning of the week that like Whenever we start a new movie or we start we start covering something we haven't talked about before, I tend to. I've probably watched this movie like three or four times in the last few days, and I guess just I'm gonna do the same thing I did with Gremlins and just add it to my list of the. I guess this is what I'm gonna watch on Christmas now.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: I don't know why. Good. I don't know why it took me so. L- I guess I just didn't appreciate this movie for what it's doing. Right. I, I don't know. As a kid watching this I just didn't I don't think I cared very much
2: about just, like what's
0: going on. I just it just, think just I was seemed a like weird a weird kid. It seemed like just another shoot 'em up and I was
2: like, alright, I know what this is. I th- I think I was just a weird kid. I watched like anything and everything and I wasn't really picky about it, so there's definitely things that I've seen that are terrible and mm. <laughs> the things that i've seen that are iconic which is a uh, lucky for me because now as an adult i'm like oh yeah i've like seen that i don't know how many times uh but it's i don't know it's unfortunate because even my my husband who's older than i am it, he has like kind of like the same attitude as you do where it was all like hey i was a kid Uh, I don't care. Like uh, for him, he was eight years old when the movie came out. Okay, and he was just like, "Uh," like, I "I don't care.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I I was such a bookworm growing up, right? So like, even if we had, so you can read the book,
2: the novelization, the novelization. Well, no, it was based on a book. Yes, yeah, just read the book. Maybe I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Would this consi- Okay,
0: would this would be like a mystery thriller title, which is probably not a book I would pick that's up. That's true, that's true. If any anyone who knows me knows, I'm like the the, the sci-fi fantasy guy. The fantasy guy. Harry you Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings, like those things. Those are my GM.
2: You should expand your horizons. Uh, so your I would
0: horizons. sit here. I would, movies would be on, but I would be sitting on the floor by the light, just like, reading my book. Not paying attention to anything else.
2: Well, see, I think by you being on... Playing um, my Game Boy. Doing genre and being a minutes by minutes host i think it's showing you that like you need to expand your horizons a little bit you know
0: i've watched a lot of movies for the first time because of of, shows and i think i'm just going to continue to use it as a guideline of like oh someone's doing a show about this movie i should probably watch this movie
2: i i have yet to to run into too many of the minute by minute ones in which it's something that i haven't seen uh so I, i i find it Fun just because I'm like oh that's a good movie to talk about oh that's another good movie to talk about <laughs> it's like oh I'm, I'm down with all of this yeah it's a blast if anything maybe it's giving me a chance to go back and like and revisit watch, ones yeah revisit ones that maybe I haven't seen like definitely for like Return to Oz I definitely had not seen that since I was a kid uh, so it was nice to go back and watch that, that type of thing
0: there were a lot that I saw for the first time for recording like Return to Oz <laughs> and Gremlins. Spinal Tap Oh my god. I mean, I just I just didn't even watch the movie yeah, before Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, it was afterwards. Yeah, it was so weird. I loved that movie though. That was a lot of fun. I don't know how I missed that one too. Just the Christmas maybe just it's cuz the Christmas movies we watched. Okay, okay. Let okay, let's talk about Christmas movies for a second. Okay. Um and then we'll wrap up. What Christmas movies like were like it was this and Gremlins and
2: what were your like go-to Christmas movies that you guys watched non-traditional
0: Christmas movies? I don't know about non- I mean yes I would call both of those non-traditional. The movies that we watched in our house, the ones that were always on during Christmas were were Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation.
1: Mhm. And The Santa Claus. Uh, for me it was uh, Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation and Home Alone and the pilot episode of the Simpsons, uh oh, Simpsons roasting God. on an open fire. Of course, yes,
2: of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, I like the classics, all the Rank and Bass specials, even though I guess those aren't, those mm-hmm. aren't considered movies, but Rank and Bass specials every year, all, every single one, pretty much. Yeah, those uh, were,
0: you see those on TV all the
2: time. I mean, Die Hard Gremlins, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I tend to
0: watch that. Like, I start watching that movie around Halloween, and I just keep watching
2: yeah, it. Uh, yeah, between Halloween and Christmas, that's the go-to. Like, yeah. y- you actually get a whole season for that movie, not just, like, mm-hmm. one. You get, like, two, which is nice. Uh,
1: I love Christmas movies, though. Christmas movies
2: are fun. It's it's difficult now, because uh, my husband does not like Christmas Story. Okay. <laughs> and See,
1: my, my my wife doesn't either. Yeah, so. and I
2: like Christmas Story. I think it's really fun. See, and I know you don't like Christmas Story, Gary. Uh,
0: yeah, and it's I think I think I think it was just an oversaturation when I was oh, a kid. And I, and
2: I like that movie. I think it's a uh, I think it's fun
0: because their channels there was a there was a channel that my stepdad used to put on that I think only played christmas story uh, I, uh, just like on repeat on the station
1: on christmas yeah on uh, christmas eve yeah yeah it's uh tbs or tnt uh, tbs I tnt i, I want to say and so
0: just be on Maybe all both. day and i'm just like oh my god i'm so done with this movie Aww, oh no it, it's like perfect though
1: when it's on, like christmas eve and you're like you're a kid you're hopped up on sugar and you're like okay i need <laughs> to get to sleep and you put on a christmas story and then you fall asleep and yeah,
2: <laughs> and then you wake up. You, you've already and,
1: watched and it and two times it. by this yeah, exactly. point, so yeah. you're ready to fall asleep. Yeah. No, I, I actually
2: like that movie, and yeah, and Ricky, uh, my my husband does not like that movie whatsoever, but he loves Home Alone. Uh, my dad, he like, loves Home Alone. So Home Alone, is my dad's a go-to
0: was uh, It's a Wonderful Life.
2: Yes, I will watch Wonderful Life every year, and I cry every year. I absolutely love that movie. I love Jimmy Stewart. Victoria, cry? What? Oh, I know. There oh, are no. movies that I cry <laughs> in
0: come on now people 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 might not know this but victoria does get emotional during movies sometimes
2: i do i seem like such an emotional <laughs> uh, an emotionless person i suppose sometimes and i think i make uh I, I do a good job of portraying myself out to be that way uh i know the truth but you know the truth ricky knows the truth and i'm sometimes a big blubbering baby <laughs> about things that like maybe not this other is, people would this cry is about. on
0: the record now i
2: know i know <laughs> <laughs> this coming, a wonderful life. A wonderful life. I will cry every year. There's a there's a Christmas episode of Pinky and the Brain oh. that makes me cry. What? Like I could-
1: uh, that's a good one.
2: <laughs> I can't.
1: The Christmas episode of Hey Arnold's good too.
2: Oh, you're right. I I I react more. I get emotional over reactions of people in things as opposed to the actual event. Uh Like, if there's a death in something, I'm not necessarily moved by the death. But but if people are crying about the death? Yeah. Everyone getting upset and and what it's Uh doing everyone else, that gets to me and I'm just like, oh my god, I can't handle this. I would
0: say that I'm an empathetic crier. If someone (laughs) in a movie is crying, it will make me cry. It will make you cry. It doesn't matter what they're crying
2: about i i can't help but pick on you because you'll cry even when things aren't sad just because you're moved uh-huh and <laughs> i get teary and then i'm like oh, i'm like oh. i don't do that very often I have to really be moved. Oh man! Do you want so, to know? Yeah, I'm on, on the German Gary uh,
1: Gary into that spectrum. Oh, I, no.
2: see, my husband's kind of like that too. He's kind of emotional. I, I and went, I'm not. This is off topic, sort of, but we're talking about
0: getting moved by stuff. I was in the crowd at Comic Con in, in Hall H during the panel for the final Hobbit movie.
2: Oh, and they my played gosh.
0: they played this really long, just like reel of all the footage from all the movies, just, like, bits of footage from all the movies. And it was the song that Billy Boyd sings during oh, uh, during to, uh, yeah. Return of the King. And I was getting so weepy. And my sister, who's, like, <laughs> not a Lord of the Rings fan by any stretch of the imagination, was looking at me like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't help
2: it. Uh, I love these movies. Uh, I've only done that to you once. And I think we were watching sh- the first time we had ever seen Chef. And oh, you're yeah. crying at the end. I'm looking at you like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you crying? Like, I don't know. It's so happy. I loved it. <laughs> this isn't sad. I'm like, this is a really happy ending. You're like, I just I, I don't know. I don't know. I know. Uh, the only movie I could think of that I blubberly like blubbered, cried when I watched it was uh, Little Prince. Oh, Little on Prince. Netflix. Oh, oh, that was so good. That, it so was great, good. and I freaking just I just was a ball of tears and emotions. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. I don't know what's happening. My, my husband has a very, like, deep connection with that movie. He had the book when he was a little boy and watched the cartoon when he was a little boy, when he was, like, three. And just, like, he he was a mess. And he, he has a, this thing that if he knows... He's going to be a blubbery mess. He will refuse to go see a movie in the theater. Oh, uh, he doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't want people to see because he doesn't be want people mess. to know that he's like he's like no. I'll be totally emasculated. <laughs> uh, well, I just I just cry in movies. I don't care. When when Paddington came out, you had to wait for that to come home. I had to wait for that because he was like nope. Like he has a deep connection with that with his mother. His mother's from Wales and and had a Paddington stuffed animal and oh. that was a big thing from her childhood from being you know from being in England. Uh, and so that was like a huge thing. And when it came out, we bought it on deep on Blu-ray. And yeah, it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> like the worst thing. So like, yes, I do have emotions, Gary. Alright. <gasps> now it's on the record, people. I'm not so heartless. <laughs> I just I just play one on TV. You heard no, it here <laughs> first. I just play one as a podcast. On the die hard minute. I know. Yes. I'll get emotional over Die Hard. That Hans Gruber death. <gasps>
0: oh, oh, oh my god.
2: Spoiler! I know. Sorry. Go listen to the other Holmes hosts. Hans Gruber
1: doesn't die. He gets taken off to jail. He, he does his time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and later on you meet his brother. but then it's, it's a different thing. Oh yeah, spoiler alert for number three. Spoilers. Yeah, there you go. Since you haven't seen no. any of the other diehards.
1: His brother comes back for number three. Wow.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That'll be fun. Who plays his brother? Oh, gosh. oh you
1: guess. You, you can figure it out.
2: Hmm. <laughs> he- I, I kind of wanted to just look. The tortoise saw me reach to my phone. I, I, he immediately went to
1: reach for <laughs> okay, his phone. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The Lion King. How about that?
0: Oh, 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 oh. Come on. There's something in the Lion King, though.
2: Ah. Uh, it's oh, it's,
1: it's, it's come come Matthew
0: <laughs> It's Jeremy Iron
1: yes jeremy irons
0: <laughs> victoria victoria when you said it was matthew that's what my brain did you said lion king and i went matthew, matthew roderick, roderick.
1: <laughs> jo- jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> perfect
2: what a great even, villain even better
0: oh that'd be so silly
2: it's it's really so it's silly. really gonna turn his career around <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs>
2: I think we've gotten off the road, here. I think so, too. Thank you,
0: everybody, for for putting up with us for a week of Die Hard. You can find Victoria and I on uh, DuelingGenre.com. We do Harry Potter Minute and Ferris Bueller's Minute Off. Uh, You can find both of those on Facebook, on Twitter, all those things. We have plenty of plugs that we'll attach in the show notes, I'm sure. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Roby, and you can find Brian on Twitter at Sing. And, yep, yep. Uh, you can find this show on Twitter at Die Hard Minute. You can join the Facebook group Die Hard uh, with a Podcast Limiter. Wait. Die Hard and the Podcast Listener's Limo? With a Podcast Listener's Limo. I had it right the first time. <laughs> And you can find... It's complicated. uh, complicated. You can find all of the rest of the Movies by Minutes hosts doing their shows over at MoviesByMinutes.com. There are dozens and dozens of Movies by Minutes shows at this point, so if you like the format, you like everyone you've heard thus far and everyone you're going to hear in the next few weeks, come check us out at uh, MoviesByMinutes.com. Merry Christmas,
1: everybody. Merry Christmas. Oh, Victoria's not gonna wish anyone a-
0: (laughs) And and here you just gave a whole thing about being emotional.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, Christmas is overrated. No!
0: (laughs) Tell me, you got that! I got it, I got it! It's your heart on Channel 5.